Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And once again, it is about that time. It's about to get this show going. It is a sports beat with Richard Holdridge. And always, I am your humble host, Richard Holdridge. The man with the plan. Been doing the broadcasting thing for about 20 years now. Former play-by-play announcer on the radio. Current public address announcer for Russell County High School football. And local podcast enthusiast since January of 2020. Let me tell you a little bit about this podcast and what I've been doing since January of 2020. This podcast took off like wildfire, had all this momentum, and then the pandemic happened and it killed the momentum of this podcast, trying to get it back on track. Lost majority of my audience from the beginning of this podcast because it was something new, it was something fresh. Then the pandemic happened and I really couldn't talk about sports. I was talking about documentaries and going back into the vault on everything that was happening in sports. So now we got this podcast going back. October is usually my busiest month and we do have a great show for you going to talk about the one game baseball playoff tonight between the los angeles dodgers and the st louis cardinals we had yesterday the boston red sox beating the new york yankees six to two and how disappointing are you if you are a new york yankees fan and you gave up all those prospects to get those big bats in the lineup and you gave all that money to Garrett Cole and he could not get the job done. Is Aaron Boone in trouble as the manager? The Patriots trade Stephon Gilmore to the Carolina Panthers. There are other teams in the NFL that could have used a corner. Was that the right move? We had NBA preseason, the Atlanta Hawks trying to carry the momentum from the Eastern Conference Finals to this season. And are they one of the favorites to reach the Eastern Conference Finals once again? And I'll preview the division series between the Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. But first, oh boy, the New York Yankees. What happened? I know they're playing the Boston Red Sox. They have a history with them. I believe there's a curse of the playoffs in 2004 where the Yankees had the 3-0 lead and the Boston Red Sox came back. Since that occurred, the Yankees have only won one World Series. That was 2009. And the Boston Red Sox went on to win World Series titles, including 2004, 2007, 2013, and 2018. So the Boston Red Sox have won four World Series titles since the 2004 ALCS. And the New York Yankees have only won one in 2009. The New York Yankees spend all this money to get big free agents to play for him, including Garrett Cole. They utilized him as their ace, and he could not get the job done in a one-game scenario. Garrett Cole only pitched two innings, gave up three runs, and he was knocked out of this game. The Boston Red Sox won 6-2 thanks to a two-run shot by Xander Bogarts. Kyle Schwarber also had a solo shot and with all with all the players the Yankees acquired at the trade deadline Anthony Rizzo Joey Gallo they had the big bats John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge 
This has got to be a disappointing season, obviously, for the New York Yankees. They were the odds-on favorite in the American League to make it to the World Series. And now their manager, Aaron Boone, is in trouble. I believe he will be fired, and the New York Yankees will bring somebody else in to replace him. Every year, it seems like the New York Yankees underachieves. And it is going to be a very long offseason for the Bronx Bombers. I don't know where it starts, but it starts with the general manager, Brian Cashman. Getting all these players doesn't necessarily mean that the Yankees have figured it out. We have another wild card game tonight between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the St. Louis Cardinals. Max Scherzer, another big time, another big time player the Dodgers acquired at the trade deadline to revamp that Dodger rotation after losing Trevor Bauer. Max Scherzer taking the mound and the Dodgers with 106 wins did not even win their division. Their season comes down to a one-game playoff, and the Cardinals feel confident bringing Adam Wainwright to the mound. Wainwright has had success against the Dodgers, and the Cardinals had success against the Dodgers in the postseason before. The Cardinals are built for the postseason. They are one of the hottest teams in baseball. They came in winning 17 straight games, and they they snatched up that final wild card spot, and now the winner of this game will take on the San Francisco Giants on Friday in the division series. If the Dodgers lose this, it would be a disaster of a season for a team that went all in with the acquisitions of Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. They gave up their prospects. They still have kept the core players, but Max Muncy is going to be out with the injury. More than likely, Albert Pujols will take the position over at first base. Just the fact that they even got Albert Pujols from the Angels and he's not even their everyday first base. The Dodgers have the highest payroll in baseball. They're still the odds-on favorites to win the World Series, but they had to play perfect baseball down the stretch to even come close to the Giants because the Giants have been clearly the best team all year, winning 107 games. The Dodgers pitching is solid. They're not going to have Clayton Kershaw, but with Walker Buehler and Julio Urias pitching games one and two in the division series, if they're able to win this one game playoff. So we shall see what happens tonight. All right, the New England Patriots trade Stephon Gilmore to the Carolina Panthers. Stephon Gilmore, one of the top corners in the NFL. I was hoping that he would sign with the 49ers or even signing with the Falcons after Isaiah Oliver going on IR, but it's a good fit. They now have two solid corners. They traded for C.J. Henderson after their talented rookie J.C. Horn is out for the season with a broken foot. The Panthers are trying to revamp their corner position. The Patriots do this all the time. They get rid of a player when he starts to become too expensive. They did this with Richard Seymour. They've done this with Jamie Collins. They've done this with Kyle Van Noy, even though they got Kyle Van Noy back from the Dolphins. And now they're about to get Jamie Collins back as he's been released. Chandler Jones was another one that they gave away right at the height of his career. And that's what Bill Belichick does. A desperate 1-3 team, possibly. But still, Belichick knows what he's doing as a defensive head coach. So Matt Nagy has made Justin Fields the starting quarterback going forward. 
He improved a little bit in the Chicago Bears' win over the Detroit Lions last week, and they will take on the Las Vegas Raiders this Sunday. The Bears are 2-2 two two on the season. The Atlanta Falcons have a game across the pond against the New York Jets. The Falcons had a disappointing 1-3, lost Isaiah Oliver to an injury for the season. And who is to blame for this 1-3 start? It's definitely not Matt Ryan. It could be they just don't draft well. They don't have talented players they pick up in the draft. The jury is still out on Richie Grant, the talented safety that they picked up in the second round. And they can't pay their defensive players because they gave all that money to Matt Ryan. The perfect scenario would be to get somebody like Jalen Smith who just got released from the Dallas Cowboys. But Arthur Blank is a character guy. He does not want to sign players with bad characters like Alden Smith is another one. Frank Clark is getting into some trouble at Kansas City. I think that they're going to leave the defense alone. Boy, Urban Meyer is in a lot of trouble. I don't think he's going to be fired, but he has not made a great decision as a head coach with that bar incident in Ohio. Will Urban Meyer pull what Bobby Petrino did to the Atlanta Falcons in 2007? If there's a college opening that's too good to pass up, would Urban Meyer leave the Jacksonville Jaguars for that position? He is 0-4 on the season, and... I'm not even sure if he is a good NFL head coach. He doesn't have a whole lot of players, and Trevor Lawrence does not have any help around him. So we'll see. NBA preseason. We had several preseason games. You have one game tonight where the Cavaliers will take on the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young did leave the preseason game against the Heat. He is day-to-day with an injury. But this core, with getting DeAndre Hunter back from injury, Cam Reddish flourishing in his third season. Is this core enough to reach the NBA Finals? Trey Young is already a superstar. The Hawks have many games televised, including a Christmas game against the Knicks. And they re-signed John Collins to a multi-year deal. But is John Collins the superstar that is going to play alongside Trey Young? They do have a lot of depth. They have a lot of great role players. But in order for this team to... To make it to the NBA Finals and possibly win a championship for Atlanta, they need three superstars. Yes, the Milwaukee Bucks won a title last year with Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Middleton and Holiday are good players, and they use a lot of depth. But Trey Young, is he one of those superstars that can completely take over a game and dominate on both sides of the ball, on offense and on defense? I'm looking forward to this season for the Atlanta Hawks to see what they're able to do. All right, I'm going to preview this upcoming NLDS between the Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. Game one will be this Friday on TBS at 4.30 p.m. And Charlie Morton will take the mound for the Braves. Corbin Burns taking the mound for the Brewers. Can the Atlanta Braves win this series and get back to the NLCS? The key is they've got to at least split games one and games two because the key game is going to be game three when Ian Anderson will pitch on the mound at Truett's Park. If the Braves can go up 2-1 in this series, then anything's possible because you could throw out Max Fried or Charlie Morton again for a possible game clincher. I don't know who their fourth starter would be, but they would probably go with the three-man rotation 
And then let's see what happens in the playoffs. How hot are these players going to be? Adam Duvall, Jorge Soler, Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario. They do have some players that can get the job done. Travis Darno, a pretty good catcher. And of course, the Atlanta Braves have the best infield in baseball. Remember, they had their three top RBI players for the season play for the Braves. Adam Duvall led the way with the most runs batted in in the league. So the Atlanta Braves don't have a history with the Brewers in the postseason, but I do like the angle that an Atlanta team is taking on a team from Milwaukee. Sound familiar? Yes, that was the 2021 Eastern Conference Finals between the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. If they're able to move on, which team would you like to face in the NLCS? Of course, they've had their postseason woes against the Dodgers, blowing that 3-1 series lead last season. Losing to the Dodgers in 2018 and in 2013, they've had postseason woes with the Cardinals. If you remember, 2019 was the year that they lost in Game 5 at Truett's Park to the Cardinals. And that one-game playoff where the Anderton Simmons infield fly rule. So they have a history with the Cardinals as well. And then you have the history with the Giants. Losing in the Division Series in 2010, Bobby Cox's last game as a Braves manager. I was at that game. Yes, I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. I was at that game. And then in 2002, where the Braves lost to the Giants in five games in the Division Series. And the Giants went on to go to the World Series in 2002, and then they won it in 2010. So if the Braves are able to get past the Brewers, which I think they are capable of beating the Brewers in the Division Series, anything goes in the NLCS. So hopefully the Braves learn from their postseason woes in the past, and they could reach the World Series once again for the first time since 1999. Now that the Yankees are out, the Boston Red Sox will take on the Tampa Bay Rays in the Division Series. Then you got the Chicago White Sox taking on the Houston Astros. Which team in the American League is now the favorite to make it to the World Series? I still think the Tampa Bay Rays have the best shot at getting back to the World Series, so we shall see how that goes for the baseball playoffs, which I am excited about. Hockey. NHL. October 12th is the season opener. Can the Tampa Bay Lightning three-peat? This NHL season is going to be exciting because we have the debut of the Seattle Kraken, and they are going to be in the Western Conference, and I cannot wait for the NHL. I'll start talking a little bit about the NHL on this show. I try to give them some love. We have some key football games this week. Now that I'm doing the show three days a week, going to wrap up some of the games. You got the Seahawks taking on the Rams in Seattle this Thursday night. Seattle is 2-2, two and two and the Rams are 3-1. and one. The Rams are favored by 2.5 points. This game will be on Fox. Russell Wilson's having a great season. The fact that the Seahawks are only 2-2 two two is a mystery. Russell Wilson with nine touchdowns and no interceptions. But who else on the Seahawks has been stepping up? Their run game is not all that great. Their offensive line, still the same problems that they had last year. And their defense can't stop anybody. Once again, Russell Wilson is carrying this team. But I'm not even sure if the Seahawks are going to make the playoffs, especially with the Rams and the Cardinals being so good. And of course, the 49ers have their own problems with their injuries as well. If the Seahawks lose this game to the Rams at home, they are in serious trouble. College football this week 
weekend. You got a big game between Georgia and Auburn. Georgia ranked second, 5-0 on the season, taking on the Auburn Tigers at the Plains, ranked 18th. They're 4-1, and Georgia's favored by 15.5 points. This is a big game for the Chattahoochee Valley because we have fans on both sides. Of course, Auburn being part of the Chattahoochee Valley, a lot of Auburn fans in the Columbus area, LaGrange, Opelika, Phoenix City, that area, we have a lot of Auburn fans. Bo Nix had a great game against LSU, and he has got to be spectacular for Auburn to have a chance in this game. Georgia is the favorite for a reason because they are one of the top college football teams in the country. Can Georgia's defense completely stifle Auburn in a hostile environment? Can Auburn complete some magic to try to get the upset? Yes, Auburn has a chance to upset Georgia, but Georgia's going to have to make mistakes. Georgia's going to have to turn the ball over. Head coach Kirby Smart does not know who his starting quarterback is. Is it going to be JT Daniels or is it going to be Stetson Bennett? That game is going to be the 3.30 game on CBS. One game I'm really intrigued about is this LSU-Kentucky game. Clearly, Kentucky, who's now ranked 16th, 5-0 on the season after beating Florida last week, has a shot to knock off LSU and put LSU into an abyss where Ed Ogeron looks like a lame duck head coach. He is already on the hot seat. But is it possible that Kentucky, if they beat LSU, look at the gauntlet of the schedule the LSU has to play. They got to play Florida. They got to play Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas. You're looking at a possible 7-5 season for the LSU Tigers and their expectations is to win the national championship every year. You got to be more realistic than that. 2019 was an anomaly because they caught lightning in a bottle with Joe Burrow and their offensive coordinator Joe Brady. It was like magic and they were setting offensive records. And look at that team in 2019. They had NFL players everywhere. Now LSU is banged up. They're not going to have Derek Stingley Jr. and LSU is in trouble. And I think Kentucky gets the upset. But the big game that's going to be the college game day is Oklahoma and Texas. The Red River rivalry at the Texas State Fair. And Texas has got a shot in this game. The other game that's going to have college football playoff implications is Penn State traveling to Iowa City to take on the Hawkeyes of Iowa. And Iowa is favored by one and a half. That game is going to be a very good game. And Iowa can run the table. If they beat Penn State, they're in the driver's seat to make it to the Big Ten Championship where they could play Michigan, they could play Penn State again, or they could play Ohio State. You have a lot of teams that are still undefeated. Is it possible that a team like Michigan State or Michigan or even Wake Forest, if they go undefeated, can they get into the college football playoff? I still like Cincinnati's chances if they go undefeated, but right now, clearly, the two top teams in college football is Georgia and Alabama. All right, it is official. The WTVM High School Game of the Week is Columbus and Spencer. Cannot wait for this game. Now, a lot of these major teams are not playing local teams for the Chattahoochee Valley. Of course, you have Auburn on a bye. Central is taking on Prattville. LaGrange is on a bye. Carver is on a bye. So the Spencer Green Wave come into this contest 2-4 and four on the season. Taking on a Blue Devils team that's 1-5. and five. This game will be played for 
Friday night. Some of the other high school games you got is Kendrick taking on Hardaway. Shaw is going to play a Thursday night game at Callaway Stadium against Troop County. And then you also have Russell County traveling to Montgomery, Alabama to take on the Poets of Sidley, Sidney Lanier, who's 6-1 and one on the season. Russell County is 5-2. and two. I tell you, I'm really getting excited about Russell County High football being the public address announcer. It's always fun, and I can't wait for homecoming in two weeks well that's all the time i have on the show thank you for listening to my podcast downloading my podcast with any of the platforms that you choose as i tone it back to three times a week i've got my high school show on friday you don't want to miss it i preview all the high school matchups in the chattahoochee valley and i recap the games that happened last week and i talk about who is poised to make the playoffs already Central 7-0 on the season. Hope that everybody has a great day and I will talk to you Friday. Bye everybody. You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.